Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fiction Fridays. Today we are talking about the somewhat controversial topic of traditional versus contemporary. And this is a debate in pretty much all areas of life or art forms, whether you are thinking literary, so where you have a more traditional or even like historical type fiction versus contemporary fiction, or in music, if you like the traditional sounding songs, very classical or a more contemporary pop genre. And obviously it applies to everything else, like politics, if you have your more traditional people and your more contemporary progressive people. Anyway, I personally believe that it's important that we can appreciate things on both sides <laughs> of the, of the um, line. So when it comes to more traditional sounding violin music, you're going to think especially a lot about like Bach, uh, Baroque, classical era uh, music like Mozart. So here's a little Bach. Okay, so this very ornate, decorative sounding music, or um, you might have something even from the Romantic time period, which was 19th century. Right? Now, if you are actually trying to do something more contemporary, you might do a little bit more with improvisation, although actually in the Baroque era, Bach did um, improvise a lot. But for example, if this was like Twinkle Little Star, you know, Aboudiou et Je Maman in French, Mozart did a ton of variations on that, but a contemporary version of that could be. kind of play with the original melody, play with the original concept, and just start making things up with it. But again, I think it's fascinating that even what we consider contemporary, like all these kind of contemporary improvisational sounds, were actually very common in the Baroque era. So our, our idea of modern, our idea of contemporary changes, that Bach was contemporary in his era, obviously. Um, having something like Chartist, like I played a little bit before, was contemporary in its era. And then there's actually a pop song that has that in it. Anybody remember? Alejandro actually does have that as its opening. So that's when it gets really fascinating is when you can do genre mashups and you put something traditional with something contemporary and it really shows you have a, you've mastered both styles. And when it comes to fiction, I think that also applies because you can kind of take a historical context, right? And mix it with a contemporary twist. And you see this all the time in books. You see it in movies, a good more recent-ish example, not totally recent, was The Great Gatsby, where they actually had the 1920s uh, setting, but it was with mashups of music from, you know, the 21st century. So it's very fascinating. Uh, in this particular chapter that I'm addressing today, it's chapter five, and this is the church scene where the cor string quartet has to play together at church. 
And in this case, their church is very traditional. They're playing traditional hymns. And Victoria, she's a very traditional-minded person, so she loves that. She loves the importance of the classical and Baroque eras. She doesn't really understand her sister Adrian, who likes the more 19th century emotive style or even, you know, 20th century jazz and, and contemporary songs. And they just kind of clash. And I have seen that so often in real life, and it really breaks my heart because I think you can find value in both, but we really have to listen to where the other person is coming from. So sorry, I'm going slightly pre more preachy than I usually do. But in that chapter, uh, the, the major scripture passage is 1 Corinthians 13. And for those of you who don't know, it's the love chapter. Yes, my favorite chapter. I had it read at our wedding, my husband's at my wedding. And it talks about love, saying love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. And that just always speaks to me. Every time that passage comes up, already this week for work, one of my colleagues sent us that passage, but adapted for kind of a teacher mindset. My dad taught me to think about that passage by substituting my name. Ashley is patient. Ashley is kind. Ashley does not envy. She's not jealous. She's not proud. Ashley always perseveres. You know, it's really convicting if you sub your name for that. And I think that's what we really have to keep in mind when we're when we're addressing somebody that may prefer traditional and you prefer contemporary, or they may prefer contemporary and you prefer traditional. I really want us to approach those people with love. And it's especially important this week for me. Uh, I'm actually trying out a new church service um, where I'm performing and it's supposed to kind of um, bridge the gap between the, the contemporary and the traditional uh, forms of worship, and I really, some of you may or may not be religious, but um, I think it still can kind of apply even if you just have preferences of musical styles or what you like to read. I think you really can glean something if you can listen to uh, or read something from the other genre. It really can help make your own sense of the work or song come to life. I personally, I'm able to worship in church with both the contemporary and traditional styles. There's very rich history in kind of the Baroque era music that we just don't have in today's music and some of the intricate um, lines that Bach would write where you have, you know, three different kind of melodies going on at the same time. The contrapuntal nature of his works was incredible. If you look at some of the contemporary things, though, you can actually still take a very normal chord progression and play over and over and over. And some of the traditional say that's boring, but sometimes that's what it takes to really get it to sink in, to make it something that we can connect to. We, we connect to something that's familiar. And when we hear these same chord progressions over and over and over, our, our mind kind of feels like, ah, I can, I can relax here. It's something that I enjoy. So anyway, sorry I went a little more, you know, <laughs> preachy, but listen to each other in whatever the whatever your your topic is and I'd be curious to know if any of you guys are more contemporary in your preferences or you're more traditional and historical in your preferences and are you able to bridge the gap? Let me know in the comments below and I'll see you next week.